Welcome to the Strategy Sherpa Show, a series of organic discussions between hosts David Chavez and a variety of notable business leaders centered around their most significant failures and how they handled those challenges so listeners can learn from their most teachable moments and apply the lessons to their organizations. Now, here's your host, David Chavez. Hey everyone, this is David Chavez. This is the Strategy Sherpa Show, and we have a great guest in store for you. But really quick before we I introduce Charlie, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the cash webinar that I'm doing here on January 30th. And and look, this is gonna be a great uh webinar for business owners because I'm gonna teach you how to teach your employees about cash. Um I think that a lot of times we don't get our employees engaged enough in helping us incre- helping us increase our cash flow. And we're going to be going through how to talk to them and helping them understand financial statements and then how to how to understand how wasting just a few dollars doesn't cost the business just a few dollars. So uh, um, and we're going to be going through some of those details, but let's get into it. We have Charlie here today. So Charlie Davis, uh, he owns a company called Moxie out of Louisiana, and we'll let you introduce Moxie to us a little bit, Charlie, and say hello to everybody. Thanks, David. Well, man, you already got me excited about a cash day that, you know, um, cash is critical. In fact, that's what Moxie does for businesses. We we unlock the trap value that all small businesses have. Frankly, all businesses have it, right? Whether you're a, a Fortune 500 or a mom and pop company, uh, that's what we do. We help businesses unlock uh, the trap value. It's normally, it's not so much opportunity costs as it is all the extra stuff that you can't sell, right? You've been in business for a long time. You know that it's either feast or famine, right? You either have too many customers or not enough, right? The, the airline is either empty or half empty, or it's overbooked. It is nearly impossible um, to have the exact amount of stuff that you want to sell. And thanks to the you know the awesomeness of free market capitalism, if you ever did have exactly the right amount of stuff, all you would do is expand, right, and create more capacity. You know, and so Moxie helps businesses sell their excess capacity. How we do it um, is really fascinating. So most people think of Moxie as a referral network on steroids. So we have about three thousand businesses. Uh, mostly locally owned businesses across Louisiana, a few other states. And so when a new company joins our our network, every business in our network, every member is hyper incentivized to change their buying habits and buy from our members. Um, the, the, the basic idea, the real rule behind the system is any revenue you earn from our members needs to be spent back into the network, right? So it creates this massive loop where everybody starts earning more and more business. And to keep track of it all, uh, we use Moxie dollars instead of U.S. dollars. And so your pricing is the same, but instead of paying somebody cash, right, with your Visa card or regular traditional money, uh, you can use Moxie dollars, which is in essence just an internal credit network that we manage behind the scenes. So as you can imagine, you know, if you're going to spend $5,000 on an electrician and a painter building out a new office building, and instead you can save 5000 cash because you can spend 5000 Moxie, that's a hyper incentive for all the business owners to buy elect to buy from electricians or painters inside of our network, and so uh, the IRS actually incentivizes this. The federal government incentivizes this because if they didn't do it. Businesses would just barter from each other under the table, right? So this direct barter, which is hard to manage, and there's no taxes. So our our operation is completely above board, reportable to the government, but there's still lots of tax incentives, and it's why the government incentivizes. So it becomes this 
win-win scenario where every time a local business joins our network, the whole operation becomes more valuable. There's more people to sell to. Uh, as we're able to buy from and people stick around, I think for the community, there's just something special about being a network of hundreds or thousands of other small business owners that you can, that you can meet and get to know. And of course, iron sharpens iron, right? It's the nature of building a company. It's just really hard. I think it's much harder than most people realize. Even as an entrepreneur, I'm surprised how hard it is to build a business, right? There's always challenges. It's never boring. Um, so it's phenomenal. I'm building Moxie. I've been working on this for several years now. And we're ecstatic. I mean, it's the honor of a lifetime to really roll this program out nationwide that can help so many people um, that are working so hard to build their companies. Are, are you getting ready to do it nationwide? We are. So right now we're mostly in Louisiana, uh, uh, Alabama, Mississippi, and Tennessee. Um, we finally raised some venture capital money uh, at the end of last year. Good. Um, so it's giving us really the catalyst we need uh, to start rapidly expanding. The first thing we're doing uh, is investing heavily in the city of New Orleans, to build a model. You know, New Orleans is an international city people love to come to. There's Mardi Gras, the Super Bowl is coming next year. So we're gonna build this incredible environment. So when you fly into New Orleans, right, at the airport, you can start using your Moxie credit card, you know, oh, yeah. to buy something in the airport. And then as you travel around town, um, you can just use Moxie and you get that experience. You can take it home with you as you start to grow, you know, around the nation, then eventually around the world. But of course our first goal, you know, is just to blanket America. Yeah. How did you come up with the name Moxie for the bartering <laughs> system? I mean, you know, when I looked at it, I sort of guessed, but I didn't want to say whether my guess was correct or not. So I wanted Moxie to be um, like Kleenex. I wanted it to be the word that owns the category. If okay. I say, give me a Kleenex, what I really mean is give me a little piece of tissue paper. Right. But okay. you know what I mean when I say Kleenex. And I grew up in the South and if someone said, do you want a Coke? You would say yes, and then they would say, okay, well, what kind of Coke do you want? Because what that means is just a soft drink. And so we want Moxie uh, to be like Uber, to be the verb, to be the noun, to be the word that people use when they're talking about barter. But Moxie is a special kind of barter. Direct barter is really challenging, right? You have to have kind of the same thing at the same time, the same amount. It's challenging. And it's hard to keep track of. So Moxie facilitates barter, but it's really carving out the space between traditional money uh, and between barter. And what you need about unique about Moxie is we obsessively managed the value of our currency. So I know exactly how many Moxie dollars are in existence. I know how healthy they are. I know how to add more when we need them. And I know how to take them out of the network when well, that's important. Yeah. Uh, so the name Moxie, uh, I spent three months coming up with it. And we went through, this is no exaggeration, 1,500 different words. Oh, I, you know, I know coming up with a name is always challenging for everybody. It's 1,500. Wow. Yeah, so I, I badgered every friend and family member I have until they would stop talking to me about it. My business partner was finally like, I don't care. Just pick a name. I don't care. But, you know, I obsessed over it. Sometimes I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, right? Sometimes I obsess over things. We obsess I, over everything. <laughs> yeah, I needed a special name. And so I ended up running an online contest that generated 1,500 oh, names and none of those names was it. Oh, uh, boy. But those names inspired me to think of Moxie, sort of how it came about. So Moxie is obviously money with an X factor, right? We just swapped the N for an X. But Moxie also stands for medium of exchange. And the core definition of money is a medium of exchange. And yeah. so there's a lot of depth that really behind the name, uh, behind the name Moxie. Oh, that's, uh, that's very cool. I, I, when I looked at it, I was going, oh, that's an interesting name. So it's uh, basically money without the N and an X replaces it. Um, very interesting concept. I love the idea 
of what you're doing because I think all small businesses suffer from a little bit of excess capacity. And then also then, then we get up to the point where we have no capacity. Then we have to take that next step up the stairs, right? And so you're increasing your cost and you're creating more capacity. And I have that dead zone for a little while where I'm not really full of capacity and I really could use somebody using those services mm-hmm. and, and they're just sort of sitting there, right? And that and you're, what you're saying is you're filling in that gap for me. Exactly. I mean, whether you call it the S curve or the J curve, right? You, you know it if you're an yeah. operator, right? There's, there's sweet spots in businesses and there are terrible spots where you're just the wrong size. You're too right. big or you're too small. Uh, but the market is messy, right? I mean, the I think we've proved the efficient market theory does not work, right? There's that, so it's just inefficient. And part of the inefficiencies is really the nature of money. The U.S. dollar is the reserve currency of the world, right? I right. could take a dollar and I could I could get my haircut down the street, right? Or I could fly to Europe or South America and they would accept it. And so there are lots of times when you make buying decisions, and the correct answer is just to hold on to your money. Right. Yes. You don't buy the thing because you value money more. Um, yes. And so a business can't constantly know your, your value proposition. It can't constantly change the prices. But if you use Moxie, it makes it easier. And so um, whenever two people do business with each other, right, really, they're both becoming slightly wealthier. That's the nature of free market capitalism. And so by removing the cost of capital from the equation, we make it much easier for people to do transactions that otherwise would not have, that never would have happened. And so when someone joins Moxie, they're not only getting a new customer, but that customer is going to buy more for them on a more frequent basis, right? So when our members go to a restaurant, they don't just have a meal, they get an appetizer and dessert and a bottle of wine, right? And then they leave a really big tip. And so the restaurant owner is happier because they sold more, but I think probably more importantly, their employees happier because they got a bigger tip. And so Moxie just sort of like throwing gasoline on the fire, right? It makes everything burn a little bit hotter and better. Oh, that's great. That's great. And, and, and I just love the concept. At, at first, when I heard about it, because um, you were introduced th- to me through our coach, Warren Sager, you and him have known each other for quite a while. You had met in EO in Louisiana, correct? We did. Yeah. Warren is just an incredible guy. Awesome family. So He doesn't brag about it, but he's helped so many businesses soar. I mean, it's just incredible what, what he's got a gift, you know, he's got a special gift where he starts working with business owners, you know, they start thriving. It's, it's like almost everything he does goes well. Well, he's got such a positive attitude about everything. And then also he's just such a great, kind person. Um, I, I, I tell I tell him sometimes I wish I could add the amount of kindness you have in your heart because he is just a special guy in that sense. So, yeah, he's very, he's very, very giving. Yeah, he's very yeah, good. Yeah, very giving. So let's get into it a little bit because what we do here on the Strategy Sherpa Show, and just to remind our listeners too, because I, I um, you know, it sounds like a negative when we introduce it into the the radio show, um, because all of us business owners make really silly decisions sometimes, and you know, <laughs> armchair quarterbacking it, it's easy to see how silly the decision was, but we don't always see it in the moment when it's happening, right? In the moment we thought we made the best decision in the world. And then we uh, realized that, oh boy, I'm in trouble from this one. So, you know, what, what we what we like to do is talk about those things, not to judge you in a bad way, but to, to listen to your wisdom that you gained from making the mistake, 
right? Because every single time we make a mistake in business, I mean, you're probably on your fifth iteration of Moxie. And I don't know, but it's probably, it's at least that high of a number, right? Because you have to iterate and change it based on what the customer is saying to you. And so sometimes we're making decisions that don't end up being correct at all and actually cause us a problem. So I wanted you to share yours with us. What, what, what did you want to share with the audience? You, you got it, David. You know, and I, um, <clears throat> mistakes are a badge of honor, right? It's how you learn. I, uh, when your staff first sent me that question, I thought, man, how am I going to pick just one? I mean, I've been a, <laughs> you know, a true entrepreneur there. <laughs> uh, I, I, I started my first company when I was in college. Um, so almost 30 years ago, and it was a weekly newspaper and it was incredible. I mean, I, I, you know, overnight, I owned the campus newspaper at a, at a major university. And so it was a life-changing experience. But I made so many ridiculous mistakes. I mean, I ended up losing the entire newspaper just because I was an idiot. Um, and, when I, you know, when I tried to raise money for it, because I had no money at the time, literally no money, um, there was a payday lender near campus. And so I walked into a payday lender and I said, hey, I need to borrow $10,000 to start a company. And he said, well, I don't think we do that. And I said, well, that's not what your sign says. The sign outside says that you loan money. So let me go check. And he goes back behind the office and comes back and says, no, we don't do that. But can you imagine? That's where I started, right? I knew so little about capital. I, I tried to go to a payday lender, you know, to yeah. borrow money from my first company. So picking one mistake is challenging. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the most recent thing uh, that I've done that I sort of stepped into it was misunderstanding um, the level of knowledge that people have. Um, about the nature of money and how monetary networks work. Um, and I keep making the mistake over and over. I'm getting much better about it, um, but it caused, caused lots of problems. I, I didn't, so barter, uh, indirect barter using a currency has a lot of similarities to managing a money supply, sort of what the Federal Reserve does. And yeah. you think about it, you know, most people know how to use money, right? You know how to use your Visa card, but most people do not know where money comes from or how many US dollars are in existence or how many there should be. Um, and so I just took a level of knowledge. Uh, I over expected people's understanding of how Moxie would work. And it's caused a lot. I think we're we're slowly working through it, but it's caused surprisingly high challenges, you know, inside. Yeah, well, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interrupt you right here and stop you for just for a, a brief interruption in commercials. But uh, we'll be right back and we'll pick this back up, Charlie, because I loved how you said that at the beginning about people not understanding money well enough. So we'll be right back after this message. This is a Strategy Sherpa show with Charlie Davis from Moxie. We'll be right back. Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Hi, I'm Matt Liotta, CEO of Volato. Our vision at Volato is to change the private aviation industry by bringing innovative concepts that align our interests with our owners and customers. 
But what's really exciting about us is our JetShare program that allows you for the first time to have unlimited usage of a plane and obtain revenue share. Doesn't matter what size share you buy with us, you can use it as much or as little as you want and participate in all the, the revenue that that plane generates. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Welcome back to the Strategy Sherpa Show with David Chavez. Have a question for David or his guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now, back to the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Strategy Sherpa Show. This is David Chavez, and I have Charlie Davis with Moxie here with me. And uh, we were he was talking right before the break, and I loved what you were saying. I, I started laughing inside when you were saying it, Charlie, because when I started my CPA firm, which is the largest business I started, grew, and sold um, thus far, uh, um, I went to a bank to get money, right? Because I, I was just an ordinary guy. I didn't have rich parents. I, I you know, I, I had all those things against me. And I went to the bank and I, I had a, about a hundred thousand dollars to start the business, but I, I wanted to get a little bit of a cash reserve. No one would give me money, like uh, uh, even a line of credit. And I walked into one bank and they ba actually laughed me out of the bank. <laughs> and, and, and then I went to another bank and, and the, the lady there gave me the line of credit. I was with that bank the whole time. The other bank, my best friend, one of my best friends from college ended up becoming the CFO over time. And I ended up doing a lot of business with them, but I never gave them, I, I always gave them a hard time about denying me the line of credit when I started. So I appreciated that story. I'm sure a lot of people out there have those stories. So there's a lot of times money is just not available, like you were saying. No, you're so right. And I'm laughing because in my experience, you know, if you don't need money, people will fight to give it to you. You know, I really struggled to, to get find money, borrow money for, for years. And I never forget the first time banks started competing to loan me money. And I was fascinating and also infuriating because I didn't need it anymore. Right? right. It was like, it was just, it was too little, too late. And I ended up, you know, uh, um, saying yes to some of the credit lines just because I knew there'd be a day in the future I wouldn't need it and they wouldn't want to give it to me. Right, right, right. Um, but somehow, you know, banks are very conservative. And I want to leverage your comment right there because that's something for all business owners to really understand. If you're listening to this show, you know, if you don't have two banking relationships with different banks, two different banks, and you're not building those relationships when you don't need money, you will not get money when you need money. So you need to build those relationships. I, I, I always would tell people, Every quarter, every six months, you should take your banker to lunch. Take them to lunch and surprise them. And 
also build that relationship with them because when it comes time for you needing the money and your financials don't show it, they will go to bat for you with that loan committee. And if they're not going to bat for you, then you're not getting that money. Yeah, that's critical. You've got to have a relationship with, with your banker, right? It's like having a doctor when you're healthy. Like the when you have an emergency, it's not the time to find a brand new doctor. Like you need someone that knows you and trusts you and cares about you. You know, and exactly. bankers are people too. They may not have a they have a low risk profile, right? It's the nature of banks. Uh, but you gotta build those relationships um so they're there when you need them. Absolutely. Yeah, though that in fact, that line of credit I got probably, you know, 15 years ago is still with me, you know, and sometimes it's critical. Even though yeah. I laughed at the time when I got it because I didn't need it at all. Yeah, that's that's correct. So let's jump back in. So we are on the decision that you made and you talked a little bit about it, but just summarize it again for everyone and then we'll get, jump into the next question. Yeah, so the, the challenge we, we had recently is, over the last several years, is um, misunderstanding the knowledge that, that even smart people have. I'm not talking about you know somebody off the street. I'm just talking about successful business owners like successful, well-educated people misunderstanding their understanding of the nature of money uh, and also not properly understanding incentives. You know, incentives run the world. You know, there's, I like to say that, you know, relationships and stories and incentives power the entire world. Um, and people tend sometimes um, to make decisions only what they think is in their short-term interest, not what's in their long-term interest, right? Oh, sort of like good. I said, David, what you really should do is have some carrots for lunch and go to the gym you might say, that's great, but what I'm going to do is have a piece of chocolate cake and watch a movie, right? <laughs> Even if you know what's in your long-term best interest, does not mean that you're going to do it, you know? And, and business is about relationships and about trust. And so if you misunderstand the psychology or the understanding of the relationships or the incentives, or you think people value A and they really value B, it can cause a whole host of, a whole host of challenges. So, so that was the issue. Then you you misevaluated the how the incentives were going to work and how people would respond to those incentives. Is that correct? Exactly. And I have a tendency. You know, one of my flaws as an entrepreneur is um, I see a problem. I'm attracted to large problems, which is not a problem. I just sort of love that. Um, but I tend to go in and say, "Hey, guys, guess what? I figured it out. Here's the solution." And people are like, "Well, I'm not even sure we agree on the problem yet." And I'm thinking, well, how could you not agree on the problem? Like, this is really clearly, a, this is a textbook problem. Doesn't everybody recognize the problem? But but then I found out the hard way they don't, right? So you have to take the time to build relationships and get people to buy into the problem before they'll recognize the solution. Um, I've done it the hard way. And I, even though I'm aware of this flaw in my personality, I keep doing it. It's like I keep stubbing my toe over, you know, and over again. Years ago, I had a lot of friends. This is probably 10 years ago where um, I was the, I was the, I used to do a lot of political work. And so I was the state chair of Ron Paul's presidential campaign here in Louisiana, because I'm, I'm just a big libertarian, right? I like the idea of people making decisions, not the government. And a lot of my friends thought that was a terrible idea that, that supporting Ron Paul was bad. And five or eight years went by and they apologized to me and said, oh, I guess you were right on that one, you know, but it sort of, it sort of didn't really matter, right? Because at the time people's incentives were differently. And the same thing is true in Moxie. We've got a networks of 3,000 business owners who all want to build their business. And they're not, they might be a dentist or a plastic surgeon or a lawyer or a guy that cuts trees for a living. That does not mean they have a good understanding of monetary economics. And so, you know, defining money is like defining love. It's hard, <laughs> That's right? You, yes. you can love ice cream and you can love your mom, but those are not the same things. And so is money credit? 
is money gold, right? Like you and I could spend a week debating on, on what the essence of money is. And so because of that, there's just a real misunderstanding of the nature of money and how the American dollar has changed over time. And so I built Moxie as, as something new, right? It's it's just, I call it dynamic reserve banking. It's the idea that businesses can trade with each other and they'll do so if there's a high level of trust around the businesses they're trading with. And a key component is honest weights and measures, which means that the dollar itself, we can't play games with it, right? It has to stay strong, it has to stay valuable. And if you'll do that, the velocity increases and everybody's better off. And so business owners, I've learned, they can feel it, right? If you come to the Moxie Network and you're like, wow, some of the top restaurants in town accept Moxie, right? You're like, oh, wow, this is a great lawyer or this is a great orthodontist. You can feel that, but you can't really you know, measure the, the essence of the moxie dollar, right? You don't have a way to see how strong it is mathematically. You can only sort of feel it qualitatively. And so my biggest mistake was misunderstanding sort of how to educate people and even how to talk through some of those some of those tough issues that just make people, their eyes roll back in their head because they don't care, right? They just want to know that their moxie credit card is going to work at great companies. They don't really want to understand how the sausage is made behind the scenes. Right. And you wanted to explain to them how the sausage was made and it, so it became a little too complicated for people to understand, is what I'm guessing. Way too comp, not even like close to too complicated. Whatever the next word is above that is what it is what it became. You know, yeah. It's as, entre- as, as, yeah. as entrepreneurs, we're good at that, aren't we? We we want to tell all the little details. <laughs> yeah, you want to you want to brag about how awesome your product is, and sometimes people just don't care. They love right. that it's awesome, and that's great, but they don't want to know why it's awesome. Yep. Yep. So, so, so you made the decision, help us understand exactly what happened. The mistake was, is you thought that they needed all this information that they didn't need. Yeah. I'm, you know, I have four kids uh, and we classically educate them. Like I love learning. I love the idea of learning new things. I'm just fascinated by it. Um, But everybody's not wired that way. And so I thought the leaders in our network, people that are doing lots of volume on a regular basis would be curious and would want to know how it works. And it was the opposite, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Even people who wanted to learn how it works didn't really have the foundational knowledge of, of money to begin with. And so it was, you know, it probably would have been hard either way, but this specific topic is just really challenging, right? Money is really a credit network. What, what, I, what I manage behind the scenes at Moxie is credit between 3,000 business owners and eventually it'll be credit between 30,000 business owners and then 300,000 business owners, right. right? And so I just wanted to show the show people what a great job we were doing with accountability and with transparency and why that was important. And so the lesson I learned is it's still important, right? There still has to be accountability and there still has to be transparency. I just have to figure out a different way to do it, right? There has to be some other way. It can't be about educating folks. This got to, and we're still trying to figure it out. How do we showcase the strength and the power of the Moxie dollar, because it will be important one day, right? Today, there's 7 million Moxie dollars in existence, right? Moving across 3,000 businesses, you know, but one day there'll be 700 million Moxie dollars. And there's going to have to be some sort of systems and programs so people can have confidence in the strength of that dollar, because the higher the confidence, the more they're going to use it. And of course, we are not crypto. We do not compete in any way with the US dollar, right? We, in, right. in many ways, leverage the strength of the dollar against itself, right? Cash is king in every small business. Part of the glory of Moxie is helping people get more cash, not less cash, right? Cash is the lifeblood of small businesses. And so by using Moxie helps them unpack 
their trap value, right? It's just the thing they've made they can't sell or the excess capacity. That's what Moxie is all about. It's sort of like this missing piece that local economies really need. And I have to, people don't want to understand it. Yeah, when you first described it, I was like, that's fascinating the way you were saying that because using the um, untapped resources of my company, in other words, this part I'm not selling because my capacity may be too much and I just don't have enough customers right this minute. Um, I really like that. Is that what you switched to? Because you were trying to give them all this information and then, so the real problem was, is you started giving them all this information and it didn't move the needle. Yeah, a couple of things. So we're switching to, and the word excess capacity is also too technical, right? That's not a word that people use in everyday life, right? Uh-huh. But, so the three things you get as a Moxie member is you get new revenue, um, you get better cash flow, and you get membership, an amazing business community. And so the, those are the main three benefits that people get. Um, when they join Moxie. And it's why our customers are so sticky, right? People, they start to obsess over Moxie, right? Our our members will be members probably until they sell their businesses or move away. Do, do, do they do a lot of members give discounts to other members just because they're using Moxie? So that's, that's the best part is you don't have to give a discount, but right. because Moxie right. itself is so powerful, people will pay retail prices. It's because they're using Moxie dollars and saving their cash, right? I Most see. small business owners have, High price lines of credit if they can get it, right? Or sometimes credit cards. And so if if I can give you another five to ten thousand dollars a month and new revenue and new things you could buy, that that's a game changer. Because five or ten thousand dollars doesn't sound like a lot of money to a company, right? But you have to think about that at the bottom line, right? We're not just changing your revenue, we're changing the cash that falls all the way through the cost of goods sold all the way to the bottom, right? So it's a it's a it's a it fundamentally feels different to small business owners. It feels magical and special to them. Um, once they join. Well, 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 I love how you said that because that's sort of what my uh, cash workshop is going to do on January 30th is talk a little bit about that bottom line number, right? Um, because oftentimes employees think the top line number you're taking at home and that's not really what's being taken home and they don't understand all the components that go into that that part, but business owners do. And mm-hmm. I love I loved that you're solving some of that problem for them. So I love this all together. Um, let's come back and then we'll talk a little bit more about uh, Moxie and where you took it from there after you realized this um, error that you made. And But I, I think we have some clarity on what the three things are. So we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. This is the Strategy Sherpa Show. And I'm here with Charlie Davis with Moxie. And he is ready to take it nationwide. So we're getting a good interview right before he goes um, to the uh, whole country on, on, his, on his product. So we'll be right back after this message. America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Anyone can learn the keys to success from podcasts, TED Talks, and other forms of media. But what you really don't learn is the failures that lead up to that point. Join David Chavez on the Strategy Sherpa Show as he and notable business leaders have that discussion and teach you how valuable it is to learn from your failures. The Strategy Sherpa Show, Mondays at 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. 
The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune into Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel and get amplified when it comes to business you'll find the experts here voice america business network welcome back to the strategy sherpa show with david chavez have a question for david or his guests Join us on the show at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now, back to the show. Hey, everyone. We're back on the air, and I'm here with Charlie Davis. My name is David Chavez, and we're sitting here talking to him about Moxie and just having a good conversation around this all the way around. So you made this decision, you started marketing it, it's not resonating, you're not growing. Um, so so tell us your realization. And uh, I'm, I'm sure at that point in time, you were a little frustrated because all entrepreneurs think our decisions are going to make make them a million, $5 million. Every decision is going to make us $5 million. You're not making anything. And tell us what happened. Yeah. So, you know, we learned the hard way, the classic idea of, you know, sell the sell the benefits, not the features, obviously. Um, but, but what was unique about Moxie is we wanted our existing members and leaders to understand why it was important to do things differently. Uh, and we really struggled there. And I, I could not figure out. So it's not so much about, you know, adding new businesses in Moxie. Small business owners look to see who's already in the network. And mm -hmm. they recognize awesome brands. They'll they'll sort of give it a chance, right? They're not they're not really spending too much time trying to understand how Moxie works. They just want to see who else is using it. And so most of our growth comes from from referral. Our, our challenge is: let's say you're selling Coke and Pepsi, right? You're just trying to convince somebody why Coke is better, why Pepsi is better. But I've got to convince somebody, you know, what a soft drink is, right? It's a higher bar when you're when you're developing a new category. Um, like like what Moxie is doing. And so we weren't so much trying to change our marketing. We've got amazing brand, awesome marketing. It was convincing the leadership inside the network how to manage the currency and how to make it better. And that is where that is where the struggle happened. So really what finally worked is just perseverance. I know so many times small business owners, it's hard, right? And sometimes you quit and sometimes you don't. Maybe sometimes you should quit. I wouldn't say sometimes your business just has to be closed down, right? But, but in my scenario, um, I, I'm more likely to die than I am to quit building Moxie, you know, significantly more likely. Um, and so I just had to wait them out. Uh, and eventually, slowly data build and relationships got built and people sort of came around and started to realize how critically important it is 
to manage the currency and the way that we're doing it. So for example, there are trade exchanges and barter exchanges just about every city on the world, right? And I didn't invent this idea. I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. And one of my businesses, probably 15 years ago, I was a silent partner, the financial partner and a web development company. Mm-hmm. And when my business partner joined the local trade exchange, you know, to be honest with you, I thought it was somewhere between silly and illegal. I was like, this is ridiculous. This is America. You can't be going around town with fake paper checks, buying things. What in the world? Um, but but once I dug into it and realized, uh, aha, you actually can. And the government incentivizes it. Just no one's ever done it at a large level. People have tried. They just failed. So I became obsessed with this idea um, of building this nationwide network that could help small businesses prosper. So I saw how much I benefited from it. And I saw what a difference it was making, you know, in a local community. And frankly, it's just cool, right? What an awesome thing to get to do to build this network of eventually hundreds of thousands of small business owners. And the biggest lesson I kept learning is that people don't want to understand how it works. And it still fascinates. It breaks my head to even say that out loud, um, but they just don't want to. They just want to see that it works. They want to feel that it works. They don't really want to understand why it works. That's your job. <laughs> apparently, yeah. Apparently. I, 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 I'm a business owner. I just want to swipe my card, yeah. and I want to be a part of the cool club that comes with it, right? So, a little bit of status there, and yeah, yeah. I'm here to spend moxie dollars. Oh, great! Welcome, you know. So people understand that, and I loved what you said on the break. I was we were talking a little bit uh, about it, like when you go into a new area, area. You have to get 25 businesses on board with it before it starts to even work, right? So that's quite a challenge for you. Yeah, the hardest part is getting the first 25 amazing companies to join Moxie um, because there's not really a lot of value until there's a core group of businesses, a core group of great businesses, right? Moxie is not for businesses that are about to go out of business, right? We can help with your cash flow, but we're trying to take good businesses and make them great, Great. right? We want, it's it's an honor to be inside of the Moxie network. We don't accept everybody, you know, it has to be special. And that ties into your purpose. You know, when when I saw your purpose, I loved it. It was, it's unleashed the world's potential, right? So that's that's what you guys are trying to do in the world. And I love when I read that, I was going, this is great. And especially sort of define some of the problem you have. You are trying to give them all this information when really they just want the card and they want it to work and they want to be a part of the cool club that goes with it. Exactly. I, I you know, I whip out a Moxie Gold card whenever I use it and people love it. And they always ask me about it and talk to me about it because the Moxie network is almost entirely either business owners, their family or their employees, right? That have, yeah. that have Moxie cards. Otherwise you don't really have a way to get them yet. And so it's, it's so much fun to use it and it feels cool. It feels like you're part of a special club, but also you don't always get to meet the business owner when you go, when you go to a company, right? When you're in the, when you're the Moxie network and the owner's there, they're going to talk to you and you're going to build a relationship, right? And so you start yeah. to really develop good relationships and, you know, the small business owners, I, I sort of hate the word small at times because it sounds derogatory. You know, these locally owned businesses are small businesses. This is the backbone of the American economy. Like this is where most of the jobs come from. This is where the little league sponsors come from. It is it is critical for a robust, healthy economy that we have a really robust and growing network of small business owners. America will not work otherwise. Yeah, I, I don't think people understand that as well as they probably should. These large companies, um, they actually hurt 
the United States more than anything else. It's entrepreneurs that actually keep America's dream alive. And that's because uh, um, these larger companies get more and more power and control of things, and they end up causing issues and, and driving um, economics. They end up driving the economy. They end up driving where we're going instead of a lot of people, a lot of small businesses driving that. Mm -hmm. So um, we really got to get back to entrepreneurialism. And, you know, one of the fascinating things I found when I moved to Texas, um, no business license. You could have you could go buy some business cards and start a business. And I just love that. It, it's because like uh, um, in, in Nevada, where I was living before, it would cost you two to three thousand dollars to start a business. And if you're poor, you can't start a business. Yeah. You know, but in Texas, you could be poor and start a business tomorrow. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate the the regulatory load and burden in our country has become dramatically high, and it you get used to it, right? In Louisiana, you know, once a year you have to have your brand, you have to pay fifteen bucks to have your brand new car checked out to get a sticker, right? That's, the car's fine, right? Just that that association has the power uh, to pass that regulation. You know, yeah. famously in our state, um, they outlawed a small group of monks that were they were custom making caskets for people because they didn't have the right license. It's sort of like you know, at some point, the, the and you want good regulation, right? You you need fair, honest, honest way to measure. You need yeah. good regulation, but it, once it goes too far, uh, it becomes a burden. It doesn't. It no longer helps you and protects you. Uh, it becomes a burden that works against you. Right, and, and I hate regulations that try to keep competitors out because then that that allows big business to flourish and it keeps entrepreneurs from starting new companies. So I love that you're saying this. And, and I love the whole moxie thing because it allows these small businesses to engage with each other and really take advantage of some of the benefits you're offering. So, um, you know, I just love what ended up happening. So how is it going as far as increasing your network right now? You, is, it, is that increasing rapidly? Because after you fixed this problem and started messaging different, my guess is you probably started taking off, which led to some of your your new investment investors coming in. We did. Last year was was by far our best year either ever. We're, we're growing like gangbusters. Uh, we raised um, $1.2 so far from, from, from phenomenal professional investors, uh, one called Springtime Ventures out of Colorado, a group called Clock Tower um, out of California, and then a lot of local angel investors. Historically, um, most of the investment capital in Moxie has come from our members. Right? right, The business owners themselves love it so much. They invested to, to build and grow the business, which is incredible when your customers um, will put up the money. But yeah, our growth, uh, it's taking off. I mean, we have a community that's in Northeast Louisiana in Monroe. Um, run by an amazing leader, um, Rick Green. And that community is doing more volume probably than some massive trade exchanges in big cities, you know, just because when you build a high trust environment, you know, with a strong dollar and people get to know each other and build good habits, it just starts to spin. And it's like the flywheel effect. You know, it is really hard. Don't get me wrong. It is hard to get it going. It is super hard. But oh, once awesome. you do, once you do, it just starts spinning faster and faster and faster, right? And so we're yeah, doing Almost give, like Visa for small business owners is what we're doing. Yeah, to give people a visualization, like it's um, the flywheel and turning the flywheel. Think of Amerigo round when you were a kid, and mm -hmm. it takes a lot of effort to get it to spin. And then after you get it spinning, you can just sit there and go like this, and it keeps on going. And and 
That's what it's like starting a business. You have that same momentum. You have to run around uh, in circles several times. So I love that you said that. And, and it really brings back that essence of what, what you're trying to do is trying to match up the customer's needs. And tell me what's next for Moxie, because we just have a few moments left here. Like, what, what's the next state that you're going into? So the first thing we're doing is we are uh, investing heavily in the city of New Orleans to build a showcase. You did you know, say that. To build, a, yep. to build a place where you can fly in and use your Moxie credit card, even at the airport, right? Um, and from there, we're going to start to grow um, across the country. Um, right now, we, we have to do a sort of hand-to-hand combat and get the first 25 businesses in a city. Um, but we're working to change that, working to shift from sales-led growth uh, to product-led growth, where a business could just join anywhere in the country um, and start immediately using Moxie because our network is so large you can buy and sell things remotely. So we're not quite there yet. So the first thing we're doing is New Orleans, then a few more geographies near us. And then we're going to open up the floodgates uh, and go nationwide. Oh, that's very cool. I, I, and I love that, that that's, uh, I sort of can see that. Uh, and, and it's sort of cool because I, I do a lot of strategy work with people. And it, it sounds like you have a really clear understanding for the next three years where what you're going to be focusing on so well you know one of the advantages of making mistakes in business it gives you time to think about your strategy right um and warren also has been a huge part of helping us design this you know we our business is unique enough where we can attract smarter people than we otherwise should be able to you know our team is really just really incredible almost we're almost unfairly equipped in some ways to to scale this to a billion dollar business yeah, well, Charlie, you know, uh, um, I've had a lot of guests on this show. I've been doing it since last July. It's been almost um, about, a, about a little over half a year now. And I will tell you, I've had a lot of guests and I really have enjoyed listening to you. You could tell that you have entrepreneurism running through your blood. Um, people ask me when I'm retiring and you probably give them the same answer I do. What does that mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so so um, and, and uh, I just love doing business and I, it sounds like you love it just as much. And it's always wonderful to talk to somebody like you. And thank you for sharing some of your wisdom with you and, and, and with us and like, I just love this problem probably created two or three year gap for you. And I love how you're willing to come on and share it with other people because, you know, it's hard being a business owner and it does feel like you're out there all by yourself quite often. Absolutely. It does. You know, I think it was, you know, Peter Thiel famously said, you know, being an entrepreneur is chewing on glass and staring into the abyss of death. Right. It's, you know, it's, um, it's, you've got, there's moments. You know, there's certainly some um, so, some some tough moments there, uh, but I have learned that it's never as bad as you think it is. Um, it's usually not as good as you think it is in the best days, and it's never as bad as you think it is on the on the worst days. You know, you gotta you gotta be confident and clear headed. You know, and keep and just keep moving forward, and it and it almost always works out. Yeah, thank you for sharing that wisdom. And hey, Charlie, thank you for coming on the show today. This is the Strategy Sherpa Show. We'll be right back in just a moment. told me Voice America is on X. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. 
Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Hi, I'm Matt Liotta, CEO of Volato. Our vision at Volato is to change the private aviation industry by bringing innovative concepts that align our interests with our owners and customers. But what's really exciting about us is our jet share program that allows you for the first time to have unlimited usage of a plane and obtain revenue share. Doesn't matter what size share you buy with us, you can use it as much or as little as you want and participate in all the, the revenue that that plane generates. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Welcome back to the Strategy Sherpa Show with David Chavez. Have a question for David or his guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now, back to the show. Hey, everyone. This is David Chavez. This is the Strategy Sherpa Show. And we have guests on our show that come and talk about a big mistake they've made, a decision they made that was just totally ended up being wrong. We don't do this to judge them or to share with them why, how bad they are. We do it to, do it to help other entrepreneurs understand that that. Mistakes are part of the game of winning as an entrepreneur and making mistakes help you grow your business. And so it's hard to understand that when you're in the middle of it, it's costing you a lot of money, but um, sharing some of the wisdom around what people did is just very valuable. I love just uh, um, Charlie being on the show and sharing some of what um, he shared with us. He talked a little bit about making the decision that everyone needed to know about the details of Moxie and how it worked because it's a barter exchange, right? And what he did is he kept on talking about that in most of his messaging when people just wanted to, to um, have the status and also feel that capacity that they had that's left over in their business operations and fill it with Moxie customers. And that helps the Moxie customer. It also helps the business. And also what it does too is if you have, once you have Moxie dollars, you're not spending Moxie dollars. So it's a way of just using um, some empty uh, capacity in your business and turn it into cash, really. Um, I loved how he said that. Um, so the decision he made is um, 
having all the information out there of how Moxie worked when people just wanted to understand it and then for it to work. They didn't want all the details. And so he's been able to change his messaging, start to really scale the company. And now he's on a nationwide quest, just had his first round of venture dollars. A lot of you out there are in the same stage where you're trying to get to that next level of your business. And how do I get to the point where I could start to bring in some venture dollars or even go get a bank loan to do what I'm trying to do next? And a lot of that comes with, with success. So he, he's leveraging some of that success from that failure right now. And I would tell you the clarity he has now, he'll probably be able to scale his company quite a while before he runs into the next big issue that he's going to have. So kudos to Charlie and, um, for being on the show and sharing with us that valuable information. I want to talk a little bit about the webinar that I'm doing because it's a pretty important webinar and we're going to start offering this service in our firm to go in and train employees how to understand financial information and particularly cash. Because I think that a lot of, of uh, employees, it's really funny when I'm talking to them at my clients right now, I'll ask them, what do you understand about the business and how it works and how it makes money? And they, they'll say, oh, they sell this pen for $100. And um, so they make $100 on every pen. And I, I'm like going, okay, but they have to pay you. They have to pay for the materials to make the pen. They have to pay for the time it takes to put it together. They have to pay for it when you destroy 100 pens. And so what ends up happening is they think that they made $100 on this pen when actually the business may have made five to ten dollars on it, and that's it. And what we do is help them understand why that is, and why when I mess this up on the manufacturing line, or let's say I'm a service provider, I um, have an air conditioning company, and we forget a component um, when we go out to do a repair, and now I have to drive back to the office and back again why the business probably lost money on that job when employees often think that, oh, that's just a mistake. It's not a big deal. I just left it at the office. It's no big deal, but they don't understand all the other costs that go into that. So we're going to be going through some of that and how to teach your employees about it so they have a better understanding of cash. And that's on January 30th from 1 to 2 um, Central Time. And if you want to learn about the webinar, you can get on assuredstrategy.com backslash events, and you can find all the information there. And then also my partner, um, Ted Servada, uh, is going to be doing a webinar on strategy and how it relates to operational effectiveness on February 6th. And this is a really important workshop that we're doing. And we have a, quite a few registrations for this right now. And I'm fascinated by that because this is such an important con um, um, uh, webinar that we're going to be doing. Oftentimes, people get uh, operational efficiency mixed up with strategy. And business strategy is not your new CRM. It's not your new ERP system. It's not all these things we often think it is. Those things are technology enablers that help you speed up your business, but it's not strategy. 
And and so that mix up often comes into play and business owners misinterpret it. So he's going to help with that. That's on February 6th from 1 to 2 p.m. And again, you can get on assuredstrategy.com backslash events. Then um, Kane Peklovic, one of our coaches, will be doing Want More for Your Company, Make uh, Changes Easier workshop in Phoenix. This is a whole day workshop. She's going to be going over the human aspects of change inside of your business. As a small business owner, you're in constant change. You have to understand how people react to change and how to help them get through the process of change. And this is what Kane will be doing. This is an all-day workshop. It's on February 15th in Phoenix, Arizona. And we would love for you to come and join us for the day. Uh, I may show up to this workshop. I'm not 100% sure yet, but I'm going to try to be there. But Kane will be there, and she's really a behavioral expert in understanding how people um, behave and act and do things. And she's going to help you understand some of those things. So you're going to walk away from this workshop with practical tools you can go back and use with your employees to help them through that change process. I just really appreciate you being uh, listening to the show and supporting us here at the Strategy Sherpa Show. My name is David Chavez. I own a company called Assured Strategy. You can learn about us at assuredstrategy.com. We help companies get strategy into their company, help develop their leadership, and help them fix or create processes. And we would love for, to hear from you. Please give us a shout. You can find all the information on the website. This is Strategy Sherpa Show, and we'll look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Strategy Sherpa Show with David Chavez. We hope we've given you some insight into the journey of success and how the road to success is laid with bricks of failure. Tune in next week for another inspiring episode.